So in college, I took a biology course. In this biology course, we had to solve a puzzle. The puzzle was, what would the phenotype or the physical makeup be of the children based on the known genetic and phenotypes of the parents? In a way, this is similar to humans, because plants and humans have two things in common. Both have a lot of genetic diversity and can reproduce a lot of children. Hey, it's J-Rom. Thanks for tuning in to Your Universal Mind, the transmitter to the universe. One of the most widely used plants in biology is called Brassica rapa, or the field mustard. A field mustard grows in a very short amount of time and has the ability to produce a lot of offspring. This helps us study and make it one of the most model organisms. A model organism is basically something that can be studied easily and can reproduce a lot. So the puzzle was, let's give you the genetic makeup of one of the parents and figure out if you can know what the genetic makeup of the second parent is based on the physical appearance of all the children. Now, to get to this point, we first have to do a couple of simple experiments. The first one is that we have to figure out what the plants of the, the phenotype of the children would be based on the known genotypes and phenotypes of both parents. Now, this can be tricky because a lot of times we have to understand that genetics and genes come in pairs of two two alleles. For every genetic makeup in our body, whether it's hair, whether it's eyes, whether it's skin, everything that is expressed comes in a pair of two, a dominant gene and a recessive gene. If you have two dominant genes, for example, for your eyes, brown is considered a dominant trait. So most people have a dominant allele for brown eyes. However, some people have blue eyes. I mean, if you look at certain parents, they tend to have brown eyes. Most of the siblings have brown eyes. When it comes to their F1 progeny or their children and their cousins, they all tend to have mostly brown eyes except for one or two. This is considered a recessive trait. Because of the variety of genetics, it becomes really hard to determine the further away we get from the parents. But if you go one generation down, it's a little bit easier to figure out the source of the genetic diversity. So if you have the genetic makeup of the parents, you can figure out the probability of the children looking a certain way. And once you get used to the idea of recognizing what the difference is based on the known genotype and the different phenotype, we can solve more complicated problems. The second problem we had to solve was what was the genetic makeup? So for example, the phenotype for having brown eyes, or sorry, the genotype of having brown eyes, you can have two dominant alleles, or you can have one dominant and one recessive allele and still show brown eyes. Now, every parent has two pairs of genes or alleles for every trait. If you put that in a Punnett square, there are 25% chances or four different possibilities that can emerge from two parents having a particular trait especially if they are heterozygous. Now, I'm kind of introducing a lot of biology terms in here. I'm pretty sure you'd be able to look it up. I'm down to go more in depth with it. The point that I'm trying to get to, though, is to not get hung up on a technical skill. 
point of the conversation is that genetic diversity tends to increase as the generations go on and on and on to the next progeny. It becomes hard to backdate the source of the genotype. A genotype of the original parents become less relevant the further away you go from it. And similar to that, I think it becomes apparent in humans certain behaviors that we inherit from our parents. A lot of people don't talk about this, but in addition to inhabiting phenotypes or physical traits from our parents, we tend to inherit their habits too. And the more dominant the habit is, the more likely we are to carry it on. One of the best ways we can determine what genes or what patterns we receive from our parents is to seek the help of a therapist. A therapist in this case is like the biologist of the mind. They can figure out what you're expressing and what you're feeling and give maybe a roadmap that traces to your parents. Now, it's hard to get back to the origin of how your parents developed this behavior because the further away you go from the parents or the origin, the more permutations there are and the more people you are we learn from. But by understanding how the brain works and where we inhabit certain behaviors from, it becomes very necessary to understand that the sooner someone in our generation or previous generation goes to therapy, goes seeks help, or just gets a better group of people around them to understand their mental patterns, it becomes more important to know what the source of the anxiety or the stress is. And this becomes very important because self-awareness has to come into play to be able to figure out that, hey, I have something that I need to fix, or I have something that doesn't agree with my personality. I want to achieve this goal, but the mindset that I inherited from someone else needs to be aware. I have to be aware of it. The point of today's podcast is this. Whether you got tied up in the entire conversation of Brasigarapa, the genotypes, figuring out the puzzle of what the kids would look like, or what you inherited from your parents in addition to your physical traits, the longer you take to figure out the puzzle, the more difficult it becomes because you have more variables and more information that come at you at a much faster rate, especially in today's generation, the information age. So if you do have some kind of issue with your mental state, the inability to communicate, or just have something that you want to express, do it as soon as you can. There is no right time. Express it and learn about yourself so that way you can express the version of you that you want. Because unlike plants, we have a choice and we have self-awareness and we can break our habits. This is Jerome. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you in the next podcast.